Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Daniel's Sunday night podcast. I do the podcast every Sunday night at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. If you're new here, you can go to w.talkshoe.com and make yourself a username and a password. Don't just come in as a guest because uh, some of the guests are people that are here to cause trouble, so I'm just having to pretty much block all the guests uh, to avoid really offensive things being said in the chat room that make people go away, which defeats the purpose of the call. So unfortunately, some people... Uh, will do anything against the human race. They're traitors, and uh, we have to deal with this element because they're trying to sabotage everybody's lives. So uh, let's see. At this point, let me just block all the background noise, and you can hit star 8 when I'm done with the introduction. I'll unmute some people, and we'll get on with the call. Um, So anyway, you can go to w.talkshoe.com and get into the chat room by getting a username and a password. Don't worry about being tracked or targeted harder because you're coming to the calls. Uh, Just hang in there and know that those of us that are on the front line doing everything that we can do uh, to expose this atrocity against the human race, uh, we are, you know, brought to near-death situations actually quite often, but but they haven't killed us, and if they wanted to, they would. So don't be afraid. Uh, You have no privacy, as you probably realize at this point. The more that you're intimidated by anything that they do, the more power you're giving them by taking the stance of their immaturity and their, their twisted, imbalanced belief systems and the fact that they pick low IQ people to do their dirty work This is typical of the rich people that basically stole all of the high-technology information that was left for the human race in the labyrinth of Atlantis. So when Edgar Cayce revealed the coordinates of, of where Atlantis was and William Allen, who was the advisor for President Truman, Truman put William Allen on the diggings, They found technology, and so the story says, if it's true, that they kept this technology, and uh, some of these things are, you know, out and about in various markets these days, but a lot of this stuff was just kept exclusively for a few people. So, you know, obviously, uh, we can't get our hands on classified information. I'm a pretty intuitive person, at least some of the time, and what I'm feeling is that very high security clearance, federal agency, alphabet agency people are terrified in the realization that the human race is in trouble and that this technology that these people who thought they didn't need toilet paper anymore uh, are using is actually a trick to set up a system to get rid of most of the human race and be able to control the rest. So I don't want to get too heavy here uh, because that's not what this call is about. But uh, the human race is under a very serious threat, and it really is way bigger than what we're going through as targeted individuals. So, you know, sometimes when you're just in your own life, it's it's like uh, 
being a tiny little dot on a map and you see what's around you and deal with what you deal with. But if you get up in an airplane and you look out over a bigger picture and then you start considering, you know, all the children and all the beautiful things that have been created and all the people that have done kind things for each other, then if you feel driven to do something because you believe that the human race is basically beautiful or at least 50% of it and that it's worth fighting for, then stand up and do whatever it is that your heart calls you to do, okay? And I'm going to leave it at that. So uh, in this call, the, the views of the people are the views of the people. Any uh, health information on supplements or or things to do to protect yourself is all considered research for you to do at your own risk. So uh, that covers the disclaimer part of this. Um, if you're new here and you want to introduce yourself, uh, some of us have all known each other for, for five years or more. You'll find you know a lot of good people here on the calls. Um, and like I said, if you need, if you'd like to be unmuted to ask a question or make a comment or start a topic, just hit star eight on your phone. I'm having to keep the whole call muted at this point and only unmute, you know, so many people that I know the consistency of their character. And you know, anybody who does hit star eight, even if it's some of the troublemakers that say really vile things, I'll unmute them long enough to hang themselves and then mute them back again. So you'll never come on my call and go through a whole five hours of the call without uh, getting unmuted to ask a question or start something or make a comment or even be rude and obnoxious because it's important to me that under the, the duress that everybody's under, that everybody does get a chance to interact on the call because a lot of us are all comforted by getting to be around birds of a feather who understand each other. So be kind to each other. Have tolerance and patience with each other, too, to help facilitate our progress and fulfill our mission, which is to free the human race and, and to get our lives back <laughs> or at the very least, to die with some dignity, knowing that we did everything we could possibly do to save the future of the beautiful human race and, and the beautiful children that are here on the planet that have been born into this, this mess. But there's, uh, there's a lot of researchers on this call that have been doing a variety of research for many, many years that have a variety of information to share. Uh, and after five years of interacting with the TI community and being very involved, I'd have to say that I do fully realize that the human race is in serious trouble. Some of the things that we were talking about a few minutes ago, if you're curious about that perspective, uh, there's a book called Archangels of Dreamland. I'm sure you can find it on Amazon or uh, whatever that other book place is, it's not coming to mind. Uh, and it talks all about this, how, how basically what we would call the devil or Satan has jumped into a supercomputer. And uh, the, the story will touch you. It's about 300 and some pages. It made me cry like a baby uh, three or four times because I think that this story is the truth. The author had a series of dreams that tormented him until he knew that he had
had to write the book to get peace of mind. Uh, an old guy down the street from me stopped to say hi to me because I have a Chevy Nova, an old 74, and he used to build carburetors for race cars. And so, you know, I we talked for a while, and I explained to him that I was being targeted and that I'm a whistleblower exposing designer diseases. And uh, about a year later, he came back and handed me this book, Archangels of Dreamland, and said, I think that you should have this. And so, you know, maybe six months went by, and I felt very called to just stop what I was doing and pick up the book, and I couldn't put it down. So, uh, you know, we're we're dealing with a variety of information here, but everything, uh, even with not knowing what's totally accurate information about anything in our lives, please, people, let's realize our human vulnerability Anybody can put something in print, and it does not necessarily mean it's true. Get in touch with, with that that feeling that you get inside yourself when you just sit quiet with yourself. Get barefooted. Get naked. And get your body onto the earth. Do it the way you were originally born, because there was something very balanced and nurturing and beautiful that kept us in touch with this thing we call intuition. To sit with our own selves and to sit quiet and to feel what we would call guardian angels and, and others that aren't you know, sending us any kind of bad information. There, there is still a little slot where you can get into that if you can quiet your mind enough to, to get in touch with it and try and get some, some empowering truth. So I won't I won't rattle on about this, but I'm I'm really passionate about uh, what's happening to the human race and and our lives having a purpose. And we you know we may be dualistic. There's things that are beautiful about humanness and about this earth, and there's things that that are quite the opposite. Opposite, excuse me. And we have to deal with it all. And I see a lot of people here, especially the people on these calls that wake up every morning and take what they're given and deal with their reality and take another breath and put some food in their body and do the best that they can. So just know that you are honored for that. And despite all the imperfections and design flaws, we still are beautiful and we may be learning something from seeing such an intense contrast. There's a lot of things that really... uh, are are pointing to that the human race has been being parasitized for for many centuries. And from the information that I've gathered from my own research and a variety of people, uh, a a lot of indicators that are showing uh, that something that's not from here has basically given exclusive information to uh, certain people, and those people have, you know, become the king on the hill types that are, you know, better than everybody else, and they got their big fortress, and that that's a, a human flaw. What I think the deeper things behind that is, is that uh, the human race is being tricked, and it's being turned against itself when when, you know, all of the members of the FCC voted unanimously to allow 5G to come in. And there's some kind of strange little towers that are going up in in New York. 
So, you know, a lot of people think New York and L.A. would probably be hit to do a population reduction very quickly. Uh, these people are either totally stupid or they're just totally traitors grabbing the money that they can get for now to go live the lifestyle and, and have no care for their children or their grandchildren. So, uh, anyway, just, just understand it's through compassion and mutual effort that we'll accomplish our goals. Be part of the team. Be a targeted individual warrior and spread the truth far and wide so positive change can be implemented. I I always do my best as a moderator to make sure everybody gets their turn to share, as long as it's in the best interest of our progress and fulfilling our mission statement. Talking and endlessly, changing the subject and interrupting break the flow of healthy interaction. Get in the flow, be polite and considerate so we can have a productive call. <clears throat> if you don't choose to operate in those parameters, uh, I just end up muting you and blocking you out of the chat room. So uh, there's been a lot of tension lately from uh, on all the calls, really, uh, of people coming in and writing really awful stuff in the chat room and saying awful things on the call. And, you know, um, as a moderator, it's really a full-time job to be able to bring things to the call that are going to be helpful for people to guide the call when it's, you know, not really being in the best interest of at least a higher percentage of the people that are on the call, that we're not just wasting time. We're not really here to tell our stories and our dramas uh, to the extreme, you know, just giving a brief outline because you just need to let people know who you are and what you've been through. That's that's cool, but uh, rattling on uh, doesn't really interest most of the people and, and I don't want to see people hanging up uh, that might get something good that would make a difference to help them in the duress that they're under. So um, just, you know, stay within those parameters. At, the, at this point as a, a seasoned veteran moderator doing this for five years, uh, I'm getting a little bit jaded uh, because I do my best to try and keep some of the awful stuff out of the chat room and um, also in hopes of, of seeing people that, you know, might come to peace about something that could quite likely be an understanding. These kind of scenarios that get set up, uh, for anybody who's new here and has heard some of the drama tonight, uh, you know, just understand this whole thing is all divide and conquer. Keep in mind the motives of those perpetuating these crimes and the technology that they're using to divide, conquer, and control. Their typical strategies are diversion. Okay, uh, you are sure that it's your neighbor doing it. You're sure that it's a drone. You're sure that it's a satellite. Uh, and thoughts may be put into your head when you're sleeping, a variety of things. Don't take care of yourself, or it's definitely your neighbor. They're bad-vibing you. Well, they put a thought in your neighbor's head saying that you're a, a child molester or a drug dealer or whatever, so you're getting bad vibes from your neighbor. These are the kind of divide-and-conquer strategies that are used. And the diversion, the the typical sign of evil, confusion, 
and diversion, the trickery. So uh, we have to be very scientific, like we're doing double-blind studies and we don't really have enough information, uh, which is very frustrating. Sometimes you need to just go to Goodwill, buy some of those really ugly five-cent coffee cups and a pair of you know safety glasses at the dollar store, go out in your backyard and take all that anger and frustration and put it in that coffee cup that you're holding and then throw it and watch the pieces. It, it, they will fly everywhere. It's much healthier to get that energy out than to hold it in because depression is anger held inward. So um, we, we have to be careful about our vulnerabilities as humans that because we read something or even a, a whole timeline of showing something that says it's definitely coming from this source or that source, and then we find out that there's underground tunnels with a whole military complex going on. And when you start using detection equipment and finding that you're finding uh, frequencies coming from below you, then you're starting to go, well, gee, maybe it's not a drone, maybe it's not a satellite, maybe it's not my neighbor. Okay, so we are in a state of frustration for lack of having a $250,000 network analyzer and $30,000 spectrum analyzers that will cover the broad range of frequencies that we would be looking for that are harming us. I'll try to remember things as I'm thinking about it, and one that's come to mind is that Richard Lighthouse at rlighthouse.com, for those who don't know, has a variety of free e-books. Apparently he worked for NASA. He was at the recent uh, TI conference, uh, in Boston area and gave a pretty professional, very analytical presentation. Uh, I really got a good vibe from him. He has a 110 or so page book about targeted individuals and some specific information about uh, frequency ranges of things that are coming from satellites. So, you know, obviously we're having to do a crash course in such a variety of information that's been withheld from the human race at certainly the last 75 to 100 years to very extreme. So, you know, some people might say that the military-industrial complex has been using technology that's 40 or 50 years ahead of what we know about and what we see that we have access to that we get to use. Uh, and others are saying it's more like a thousand years. So at this point, somebody relayed a message to me and said, well, you know, in actuality, time travel has become about like getting on a subway. So uh, it's pretty casual. And I'm not going to go into details about all that because this calls for everybody. It's not just for me. But just know, you know, I'm, I'm doing my best as a moderator to to provide what the call is for, which is a support system for all of us. And unfortunately, we have people that are traitors and people that are just not very bright that are working against the human race. And of course, you know, part of the diversion, divide and conquer to create us and them scenarios and compartmentalize people uh, so that they 
don't see the big picture and they end up full-heartedly supporting something that they believe is in the highest good. And unfortunately, by the time that they find out that they're supporting a system that will create their demise and, and quite likely most everybody else's too, it's going to be too late. So there's a variety of people here with a variety of interests and a variety of knowledge from a variety of sources. And this is another purpose for these calls, is these are the places that we can bring new things to the table that we can share to help get a better understanding about what's going on, how it's being done, and what the motives are behind it. So if, if you think the human race and the earth is beautiful enough to fight for, then as I said earlier, do, do what you feel in your heart is right, even if it's just taking care of yourself. If you're used to eating good food and drinking plenty of good water and taking supplements that you know that help you uh, or going for a walk out in nature and you start noticing that you're not doing that, you're probably being subliminally told not to do that while you're asleep. So these pathetic little traitor worms uh, are, are actually rude enough. If you look in Hollywood movies, you'll see a ton of them that are little hints for those that are paying attention. And I watched one the other night, and it was uh, you know, a guy who basically back-engineered some high technology for a corporation. And then the corporation put this thing on his head and strapped him in and reached into his brain and debriefed it, took those particular memories of what he did, handed him a paycheck, uh, and a pat on the bottom, and sent him on his way. And then, of course, you know, the other dirty corporate part, they screwed him over and took his money back and, you know, tried to kill him. So, unfortunately, we have that element, but, you know, just deep down in, in the core of, I'd have to say, the people that I've known on these calls and through emails, and and just 99 0.9% of the TIs that I got to meet at the the conference in Boston a little while back uh, were all good-hearted people and all intelligent people all had something to share. It was really amazing. So I think we're really a, a bright, shining group of people that refuse to give up our dignity and our integrity and, and do honor, you know, this whole creation and, and the intricacy and the diversity of what we get to experience. So don't forget who you are. Do your best to protect that. Know that uh, when you're having extreme mood changes or thoughts that are out of your character, uh, to do your best, <laughs> do whatever you can do to get a grip on yourself and realize that it's being synthetically induced from from the outside, we have quite a variety of things that are being used against the human race. So if you're new to the call, welcome. Uh, if you have an emergency situation that you need to share with callers to get some help, uh, just let me know. And if you you know, have a phone that your battery's getting ready to go dead and somebody just keeps talking, just, just interrupt and say, I have an emergency. Can I have the floor? 
and I'll make sure that you get it because it's important. That's a big reason why we're all here. And also remember that others are waiting to share too. So get to the point and don't rattle on like I do and allow any topics being discussed to finish before starting a new one. Thank you. Welcome to the call. Hit star eight on your uh, phone and I'll un unmute some people. All these calls are recorded. There's, uh, what, about 110 calls now. I think this is 107. So um, I'm a representative for Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Uh, we've been through hell to be doing what we've done uh, to put together everything that we've done in the last two years that Citizens has existed. Uh, it's a 501c3 nonprofit. Anybody who knows philanthropists that might donate to a good cause, uh, this is an up-and-up up organization that will document what monies come in and allocate them out to things that will serve the purposes in the mission statement, which you can read on the website. The website is citizensaht.org, which stands for Against Harmful Technology. So we're known as COT. Uh, you'll find a newsletter that comes out every week, a whole archive so what's that, you know, like 104 newsletters out there with a lot of technical information. That was a lot of hard work to, to put them together and will give you a good understanding and an overview about quite a variety of the systems that are being used against people and what the motives are. Uh, we also have a material called Linkstat for those who don't know uh, which blocks microwave only. We're dealing with uh, some microwave-delivered sonic weapons. If you're having particular symptoms, uh, a lot of us on the call can recognize what the symptoms are and probably get a pretty accurate help of what it is that's doing what it's doing to you and then give you some help in what kind of materials you would use to block those things or or counteract it some so you're not in such discomfort. <clears throat> one, one thing which comes up all too often and is important is uh, people being sexually violated, whether it's just to make you feel sexually frustrated or, or actually feeling, you know, like sexual penetration uh, which has happened to both males and females that have contacted me. Now, I was told by a lady that she stopped that by putting a wire at the base of her spine and running that piece of wire into the earth, not plugged into the third prong of your house power to go to a ground rod. Don't use that system. We have confirmed that there are frequencies that are not good for you subtle as they may be, you may wake up one morning feeling like you should watch samurai sword movies and then, you know, pull the biggest butcher knife out of the drawer in the kitchen and do the, you know, the little samurai thing. Well, you know, that's not the answer, obviously, and, uh, you know, collect off insurance policies on people and steal real estate and companies and inventions. This is just how malicious this whole thing is. So um, 
Anyway, it, you can buy Linkstat sticky pads, which are for TENS unit, um, transcutaneous electro nerve stimulator is what TENS stands for, if you don't know. Uh, those little sticky pads have a wire hanging out of them with a little connector. You can take a piece of wire and you can stick, strip back half an inch of, of the insulation off the wire that you buy and slip it into the female connector on that little TENS unit pad. Take a pair of pliers or a hammer or a rock, if that's all you have, and smash that little connector so that the, the female end of it will crimp over that wire and hold it tight. And then just peel that, that TENS unit sticky pad, which is also made from Linkstat, so it's conductive, uh, onto the base of your spine and run that wire. If you have to drill a hole through your floor, sneak a wire out your window. If you're on the third floor of an apartment, there's metal conduit pipes that run down the walls. There's rain gutters that run down the walls. If there's something really close to you outside the window on the third floor and you can run a wire over to it, scratch off a little paint where it's not going to make the manager angry and get that wire stuck on there however you can. Uh, onto that rain gutter and then go down to the ground floor where the rain gutter is and do the same thing with a little piece of wire. Get it onto the bare metal on the back side of the rain gutter or wrapped around the conduit pipe, uh, which isn't the best thing <clears throat> to do because uh, house-powered ground and neutral is run through the conduit because it's hooked to electrical boxes uh, sometimes. So uh, the rain gutter is a great idea, and then you would just run that little piece of wire down on the ground floor, down into the earth. If you can get away with pounding in a, a short little rod and go to Home Depot and go into the electrical section, buy the clamp that they have for a ground rod. It has a little hole with a screw. You can strip back the wire that you're going to put into the earth, slip it into that little hole, and tighten the screw and then pound the whole little thing down below the level of the grass or weeds or tan bark or whatever so it won't be seen and make it as inconspicuous as possible. And then you will have a way to connect yourself to the earth, not the third prong of your house power. Sorry, $10,000 spectrum analyzers for those who might not know about this ongoing argument have proven to us that we are seeing 0 to 30 hertz, which are bad ELF frequencies in some cases that have adverse effects on humans. So uh, it, it's not casual. Anybody who wants to bleed off electricity out of your body, if you're going to use the third prong of your house power, then go hook up to it for 15 minutes, and you'll bleed off the electricity out of your body and disconnect. Don't wrap it around your wrist or your ankle or, or any other body part and go to sleep because you will be getting ELFs and you will be connecting yourself up to the very nightmare that's out to create your demise. Okay, you can also 
use the TENS unit sticky pads. If uh, the link stat comes on a three-foot-wide roll, you'll see information on the website in the newsletter uh, for you know the sizes of packages that you can buy or you can order it by the foot. Comes on a three-foot roll. Uh, you can use Gorilla Tape if you want to make bigger, wider pieces. Um, and you can make complete enclosures. You could take PVC pipe and make yourself something like a covered wagon over your bed and completely enclose yourself on all six sides because detection equipment showing us that it is coming from all six directions. Yes, there is stuff coming from below us, too. Uh, as high as 100 hertz has been reported, I think it was in Canada, coming out of the earth. And before all this crazy high-tech stuff happened, the earth was resonating 7.83, which is good for our DNA and causes cellular regeneration, which is why I said get barefooted, get naked. Uh, I'm not saying get sun all over your body because the chemtrails have uh, killed the ozone layer. So if you feel your, your skin burning, uh, what you're getting is dangerous, and you've got to get out of that and protect yourself. So um, just take heed. Uh, the other thing that we have available is a frequency generator that took four years to develop. Uh, it plays 35 frequencies during the day, and it plays all the natural frequencies for uh, the cycles that you go through in sleep in the sleep mode. Uh, the back of the unit is shielded, so uh, it's shielded with mu metal so that you're not getting EMS from it. It's about the size of a pack of cigarettes. Um, you'll see information in the newsletter on that too. It looks like I'm losing my, my connection here, so I may not even be being heard anymore. So. Uh, you may have to bear with me because I think everybody's muted at this point. Reconnect my internet. It's been a really <laughs> intense night in a lot of ways. So hopefully I'm not cut off yet and you can hear me saying, bear with me, I'm going to have to reload my internet so that I can get in there and unmute some of the people. So just hit star eight and be patient and I'll do what I can do.
Okay, so I've had to reload internet and phone. I'm still waiting for internet, but if all I can do is get on long enough to unmute some people and conversations going, we'll do my best to get a beneficial call for everybody, so hang in there. Hopefully you can hear me. I didn't know any better. I'd say that somebody really does not want this call or this organization to happen. Well, just sabotage their own future because that's all they're doing. So for all the money or bags of methamphetamine or 12 packs of cheap beer you're getting to do bad thing against good people and you won't be around any longer than anybody else the way things are going. But by the time you figure out that I'm telling you the truth, it'll be too late.
Okay. <clears throat> if you can hear me, um, we're definitely being viciously attacked. I uh, keep knocking me off my phone and, and the Internet, so hang in there, and I'll do my best to, to get back into the chat room so I can unmute some people. This has happened a few times before. It always happens right when I'm doing the introduction <clears throat> because usually I'll just mute everybody to avoid any background noise while I'm doing the intro. So Hopefully the chat room is still going, but with everybody muted, nobody can talk on the phone. So Hang in there. It's a kind of a funny time that... Uh, Linda Costanzo is being vindictive and doing a call to get people to go over to her call just to divert the calls, which is not in the best interest of TI moderators to do something like that <clears throat> because she got her feelings hurt because I didn't block uh, an argument that's been going on for months in the chat room. And as I said earlier, it was because I was hoping that they might realize that there was a misunderstanding. But this could be a diversion and make me feel suspicious, but I'm really questioning the motives of Linda Costanzo. So perhaps she's really, a, as everybody calls them, perpetrator. Because what she's doing is uh, immature and irresponsible and actually harmful to the TI community. So I'll make sure something gets in our newsletter and goes out to the many people that it does that they might want to watch who they interact with. We've had a few moderator meetings that are, you know, to try and get everything on the same page so that we're doing what's in the best interest of the purpose of the calls. And I'd say at this point we've lost that unity. So we'll get through it. We've been through years of diversions and divide-and-conquer strategies. If they really want to shut people up, they go after them pretty hard. And that's what they did to FFCHS. Turned a lot of board members against each other and created suspicions. And it's very powerful technology for those who might be new on the call. These are the kind of things that can be done with people. So if you're seeing that friends and family aren't, aren't acting like you would hope that they would and being supportive, uh, as subtle as it is, the mind control thing is actually very powerful. This is an assault on the human race. And those that are supporting it are are supporting their own demise. So if they think they're going to make lots of money and get inside trader information and all those kind of things that are happening, they won't even be alive to spend the money. They're fools. Definition of a fool is somebody who doesn't know. And so they'd rather spew conspiracy theory than go do some research and find out the few concerns sins around that are doing what they can to help save the human race. Their homework. 
cipher with me. Hopefully there's no new people on the call tonight because this isn't the regular kind of thing. We have a pretty productive call. Hold on, and I'll be back in just a second. Okay, I'll get some people unmuted here. Hello? Hello? Hello, I hear you. Oh, good. I think it's because of me, honestly, because I haven't contacted anybody. I've been totally isolated. My name's June from California. So, sorry about this. Oh, it's, I don't know, it's probably not you, because I'm getting knocked Mm -hmm. off the internet and my phone, so... Uh, yeah, not just, it's not just you, June. Hi, this is Vanetta from North Carolina. It's taking uh-huh. three calls in, and I can't get in the chat room. It comes up, I can't make an entry. And um, and when Neil went offline, I took me three dial-ins. This is my fourth time, and finally I got in and got him back on the phone. So yeah, it's not it's some type of electronic sabotage. That's you know, that's okay. a good part for the course. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. I, I yeah. want to talk now. And, you know, this is my third time. June, you go first because you're first time. I want to ask about something else, um, but you go first. Uh, okay, so thank you. Um, okay. Yeah, my name is June. I'm from Central California. I don't really want to say the city because I'm being heavily or I just found out what all this means. I... Back in 2007, I started making music about exposing a lot of, you know, things I I found out. I was an aspiring actress, filmmaker. Um, But there's so much that went on, I don't even want to go into all that. But um, right now, I'm just isolated. I have a four-year-old little son and two older children. But, um, yeah, so basically, I just want to introduce myself. And I just found out earlier this year what a targeted individual is. I just thought it was like something super spiritual warfare going on with me, and uh, or I, I pissed people off or something. I didn't know. So it's the first time I'm reaching out, and uh, I'm a little nervous about it. <laughs> but hello. Um, my only question, I had a couple of questions, because one of the instances that happened to me in this apartment that I was living, it was like a house converted into... Um, a couple of different apartments and I was on the top like a loft style and when a lot of things were happening to me, strange things one thing was my house started to like vibrate 
and it was like a loud noise, like a like a like a bee swarming kind of. And at first I thought helicopter earthquake, but I know the difference between those two things. And I um, so I ran outside to the patio, and it was like a huge, like comet, huge star thing, and it flew down like to my almost like I thought it was gonna hit me, but it, then it disappeared. It went like way back up. And so I know you guys are talking about a lot of these technologies. So I was wondering maybe if it's like a hologram or. Yeah, there's a variety of technologies being used, and the vibrating thing is a sonic weapon, and there's buildings that are being rattled apart. <clears throat> it's really not uh, not good for you on a cellular level. Some people are saying if you're laying in bed and you feel yourself vibrating internally, if you put your hand on your body and you don't feel like it's vibrating from the outside, uh, that you can take a vibrator massager and turn it on and put it on the bed next to you. Uh, and it seems to disrupt that. That's just what's reported to me. Yeah, that 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 has happened before, the, the vibrating on, on the bed. Since that apartment, I basically got shut down out of there and I had to move out of that place. That was in 2011. And I moved, and then I had to move my from my city to um, I moved um, mid east for a while because uh, uh, I I didn't know about organized stalking and I was uh, I couldn't go anywhere and then uh, I just recently came back because my older father is here and my two older kids but anyway thank you um, I just wanted to find out what that is always in the back of my head was it a real like falling star or a comet or technology or so. And then there's this thing about the internet changing. Um, is that going to affect like call shoe and all that? All these. Have you guys heard about that? Well, there, there's already some censoring going on, but yeah, I saw an article about that. That it's not going to be the same. So <clears throat> obviously, they want to shut people up that do have a good piece of the truth and are sharing it because mainstream media is all being controlled by this 1% that wants to steal the world and get rid of 90% of the population. Mm. Okay, well, thank you, Neil, and everybody out there. Welcome. Best of luck to you. Okay. Okay. Hi, this is Vanetta from North Carolina, and I was calling in to see... I saw Wormwood today, and I was calling... um, because it it is, I saw part one. It was seven episodes, and it's the beginning of MK Ultra and how they killed um, this Dr. Olson, who was, they made it seem like he was how it was all about LSD, but it was really about he was a dissident, and he didn't believe in biological warfare and also program artichoke, but it was a grand opening and a chance for us TIs because it was open-ended because his son, Eric Stone, was main focus, and he told it like back back and forth like history and giving documents and what he went through, and it took him 40 years. But it, the fact that it is on Netflix and it sets the groundwork for 
us going into the general public about TIs because I kept looking at Netflix because it said part one. And so I'm wondering part two going to come because this was excellent. I thought it was going to be some a bit of fluff. It was not. They talked about MK Ultra, Artichoke, Phoenix. They talked about the uh, murders intended, other murders intended to look like suicide. They talked about Colby Helms, um, also Cheney and Rumsfeld. And it, it was very thorough. It was very well done. And it gave me a sense of hope this evening uh, after watching it that, the, you know, the truth is coming and that we TIs will get our day. We will see into this. I know it's a lot going on and it's multi-pronged and I do understand that. But at least it's opening up because I'm a TI and today as I watched that program, yeah, they, they were in my, they have control of my TV and they were hitting me and I kept walking outside. I was doing my laundry. So I would go outside every so often and I'd come back in. But they tried to hit me and keep hitting me. So I knew that this program was very important and they felt threatened by it. My purpose felt very threatened by it because all of a sudden everybody was going to purpose who live on I live on the reserve or a private area and Several of the cars were gone, and then you could hear a dime drop out there, except for this drone that was following me today, which I didn't let that bother me. But I think that we TIs, uh, we're going to see the light at the end. This this one was like the light at the end of the tunnel, because finally we're getting out there to the general population, and I think that they'll be ready for us. 2018, they're going to want to know more, and so we got to be ready to tell our story and not and I came in on the arguing about an hour ago, and um, I held on. I didn't say anything, but we got to learn to get along. I agree with you, Neil. It's not about all that drama and saying all those things. Is that we have got to learn to get a, We're not. We're very different, all of us. We were targeted for a multiplicity of reasons. Some of us are whistleblowers. Other people, they were in the wrong place and wrong time uh, because of what they saw. The list of being targeted is endless, or you just were just damn unlucky. You know, it could be that too, or it could be generational. But we have got to learn to accept the differences amongst ourselves so we can take them down because it's more, we can do more as a group than one person. And you understand the print, the, how synergy works that two plus two equals five. As a group, we have the energy. And if we could all get on the same page with the thought energy, I know Neil talks about this a lot, thoughts of things, get on the same page with the thought energy and not find things to fight about whether, and I'm not slamming anybody's religion, don't get me wrong, but really if you have deep belief, that's fine. Allow everybody to have their own belief system. We have, this is a multiplicity, multiracial, multi-ethnic, multi-religious country and the fact that we're going through is global, we don't want to shut anybody down. Now, making them think if you don't pray the way I do, then there's something wrong with you or you got to be a perp because that's, that's not good. Some of the things I heard and arguing back and forth, one lady was trying to get the point across, and I thank her, talking, speaking of Christ consciousness, and I thank her for it because I'm Buddhist, and I know I'm not the devil. I never, I have no problems with that. But those kind of comments 
can shut the very person who may be walking in to tell you what you need to know will shut them out of the conversation. And you don't want to shut anybody out of this conversation. We need each other. We, we think differently. We pray differently. That's okay because this is America. But we have got to learn how to get along. Okay, and all I got to say is only one source. You can call it God, Buddha, Allah, whatever. Fine. But do not make that the point of argument. We have got a big problem, as Neil said, is more than what meets the eye. We got a problem with artificial intelligence. We got a problem with demonology. We got, you know, this is multifaceted. And we got a problem with criminal organization. So we do not have time to be fighting amongst ourselves. Because we're the vanguard. If they get past us, the whole country, they will take over this whole country. And if not for yourselves, you don't want your children, your grandchildren, your loved ones to go through what you're going through. And that's what we're mainly coming in here. And some of us TIs have been so traumatized that we need to love each other when we come in here. I'm traumatized, too. I got PTSD. But I managed to hold on through meditation and acupuncture and, and, and reading and listening to meditation and healing. While I'm talking right now, I'm getting hit, as a matter of fact. And, um, but it doesn't matter to me. I just want us to get along. I did have a problem with that second broadcast coming on. I was on another call early this week, and I just couldn't understand why they would come on at 9 o'clock and Neil came on at 8.30. There are other slots that are available um, that people need to be heard from. You come on earlier in the day, uh, especially on the weekend. Um, so I, I didn't understand why divide and conquer. And, um, but that's another issue, and I don't want to get into the politics because I just want us to win this fight. And that's the main thing that's important to win this fight. And, and having these beats with each other, because I've heard other people complain of being beaten up on not this line, but on other call lines late at night. Uh, we got to really disencourage negative behavior toward one another. Disencourage it. And that is very important that we are positive. We generate as much positive energy as possible. Thank you. Thank you, Vanetta. Uh, uh, it's always a pleasure to, to hear from you, Vanetta. Thank you. Okay. I got okay. a little item. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, you all might be interested in, in knowing about, and that is in today's paper, the Sunday paper, mainstream uh, uh, local paper, they have front page, an article uh, entitled Pentagon Shadowy Program on UFOs, in which uh, they give uh, quite a bit of print, uh, quite a bit of ink to issue of UFOs and the, the, the Pentagon's uh, funding of it and where the money went. Apparently, uh, 22 million of it uh, went to uh, Robert Bigelow who has his own aerospace um, company. Uh, data. Uh, but anyway, uh, this, this, um, this, this thing about the UFOs uh, 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 investigations and uh, um, collecting uh, information 
has been going on, as you, you probably know, for a long time. Uh, apparently, in 1947, there were 12,000 uh, uh, investigations done. Uh, anyway, the, the, the program has continued pretty much since then uh, under the public radar, but with the backing of, of uh, a few key senators. Harry Reid uh, is one of them, was one of them. And uh, it's not as though this has been all that quiet, because apparently, according to the article, and uh, CBS Minutes did a program in May, and uh, Robert Bigelow said that he was absolutely convinced that aliens exist and UFOs have visited Earth. Um, and he has... He, uh, you know, put that $22 million into buildings uh, near Vegas that house uh, various materials, metals and stuff that have been collected uh, from, I guess, UFO uh, uh, aircraft. But it's an interesting, interesting article. But it, the point is, Point is that, that that this stuff is coming to light. They wouldn't they wouldn't be putting it out on the mainstream media, you know, if they weren't gearing uh, uh, up to uh, let it out to the public, you know, like at large. I figure. I agree. I know who. And this is Vanetta again. I know I'm familiar with Robert Bigelow. And on December the ninth, there was 100 lights seen over the skies went from South Carolina to up to Illinois, I'm trying to remember how many states it traveled to, Kansas, um, Utah, came down to California. It traveled cross-country, and they tried to say there was air balloons, but it was 100 red lights that traveled across the country uh, December the 9th, and it was spotted by hundreds of people. Right. So, uh, what do you make of this, uh, Vanetta? What do you make of this? You know, uh, miss out on the. Well, I, I don't want to get off the subject matter of TIs, but you followed to Robert Bigelow has been one of the ones who's been working on it for years, saying this contact with UFOs and showing evidence of it, um, more evidence of it all the time that UFOs have been contacted. Why the government want to pretend like is not something going on? It's just too much. Online, it's too much in the newspaper. Airline pilots have seen things. Um, they talk about the Korean jet that was followed. They, you know, airline pilots talk about all the time how they see crafts following them. Um, so it is something definite going on. And people are just saying, people are calling in to the UFO center. I'm trying to think of the name that they call into to report their sightings. And their sightings going on. Every day, so, every day of the week from all over the country. And these are not crackpots. These are just average citizens who have witnessed just bizarre instances of lights that actually seen spacecraft or what they say, saucer disk, um, sp spacecraft of bright lights, losing time, and find themselves back on the road again. So there's something definite going on. Um, it, it definitely is. Um, but... Um, 
for some reason, our government do not uh, want to acknowledge it. I don't know why. I, I don't Apparently understand why. Apparently, they're acknowledging it. Uh, this is this mm-hmm. the story done by the New York Times. Uh, mm. And like uh, I said, uh, okay, so they are okay. Good, good. You know, uh, otherwise uh, it would have been quashed or gagged or, or something. And, mm-hmm. and it's like I said, apparently there was a, a program done in May on this subject, uh, which mm-hmm. included, like I said, I read right out here, Bigelow said that he was absolutely, quote, absolutely convinced, unquote, that aliens exist and UFOs had visited Earth. Um, so, but, it, you know, this is connected, it's all connected with the T.I. thing. Mm-hmm. So the lies and the deception and the, the, the alternative uh, power and, you know, the perception, you know, the, the, the lies that we've been told. Mm-hmm. The world is not as... No, we need to alter our perspective in order to, and you know, I'm sure that I know that in this group, <laughs> many of our our perspectives have have, uh, have been drastically altered already. Yeah. I'm not so arrogant to assume that we're the only life, intelligent life, um, here in in this universe. Or from you know, I I do not assume that, you know, that there is the possibility of other intelligent life. You know, I, I do, I feel, you know, uh, I mean, connected, right, so I don't, off topic exactly, but it is, it is interesting. You, um, one, you might want to look up a scientist, and he's, you know, very unassuming, highly brilliant gentleman who, Harold, uh, and I'll just leave his last name as Vella, V-E-L-L-A, Klotz Vella. Now, originally he was, he's overseas. I bet I communicated with him for a while. Very nice down-to-earth guy. He uh, was hired by local farmers to find out what was poisoning the cows. And he was checking the water out, you know, samples. And he came across some strange stuff. And it was living organisms, and it had intelligence. And, it, and him and another gentleman, they researched it heavily, and it led them to chemtrails. Now, they, were, they didn't do this research on the Internet. They went offline. You know, they did, went in person. And uh, he gives, you might want to look him up. He, he really gives some stunning um, presentations. And I mean, he has the real deal in a cup, and you know, you can see where this black goo took the life form of it with a head and two legs and two arms. And he shows how in two cups, they've they've got them in cups sleeping. I can't make this up; it's on stage. And he goes back to the Falkland Islands where they were fighting over it. And I remember the Falkland Islands briefly, and I think it was very brief because they didn't want us to know they were fighting over this black goo. And it's actually part of Earth. You know, Earth has its own goo. It's it's oil. You know, it's oil sediments. And it actually comes from meteors coming down, like 
thousands, millions of years ago, whatever. So we have our own oil, our own black oil, and it, they found that he banged into it and finds it has intelligence. And I mean, it has intelligence, okay? And and that's what she was saying. There's like, you know, we can't think that we're the only life form in this universe. And there are multi, there's the, the universes they have found is an abyss. It's never ending. And they yeah. have found that it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, right. So it'd be silly of us to think that we're the only living life forms. I mean, everywhere we on Earth, there's life forms with intelligence, you know, from birds to things we'll never know about in the oceans and under the ground and, a heck, gnats that bite us, you know. I mean, we've been living with parasites all our lives. Well, you know, and they have weaponized parasites on us as well. And that's the kind of mindset we have in the background, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, Harold found this black goo that was not from here. It's not from Earth. And he, you know, they all surmise it came down, you know, in, in meteors. And the, the elite got their hands on it. They knew it had intelligence. You with me? So they mm-hmm. utilized that. The problem is it infected all, just so you know, my research clearly proves they they got infected with it really bad, and that's the kind of crazy evil we've been seeing since nine eleven that they were infected with it, mm-hmm. and of course they infected a lot of us. So if you're walking around feeling like you got like this AI overlay on you, you, you do. You just have to figure out which one. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the pro they overlaid the supercomputers over top of the AI sediment, we'll call it sediment. And so we're, you know, and I have dealt with both. So, you know, that's all I want to say. Yeah. And I just want to add to what she said about the Falklands, that um, a sub disappeared, an Argentinian sub disappeared. They have not found any trace of it, and it was in the Falklands. And they're looking for it right now. I, I, you know, I, I believe we should talk about this one here because I think there's a lot of TIs in the background that might be going through some pretty, you know, heinous things that maybe they'll feel a little more comfortable knowing they're not alone. I mean, this is reality of what we're dealing with, and and we're not going to get anywhere if we don't talk about it. You know, this, in other words, so, our, and I would like to add. Speaking of, you mentioned uh, uh, weaponized parasites. There are, are, according to Dr. Kohler, and my experience uh, is is right in line with what he says, uh, at least 50 million Americans with Lyme disease, which was uh, 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 weaponized. It was, uh, you know, uh, brought a uh, Operation Paperclip. Under Paperclip, they brought a Nazi scientist who had already been working on weaponizing hard shell ticks over to the United States and put them in charge of uh, a lab on on Long on Plum Island and and uh, funded him and and that's how we got uh, more than just Lyme disease. Uh, so I just thought I'd throw that in. Uh, that's something. Uh, a, yeah? a lot of the scientists are saying, including uh, I read over at Clifford Carnicum's website, CarnicumInstitute.org. Uh, Lyme disease is classified as uh, this 
more gallons. That's the other uh, animal in the room. Apparently, they are are connected, uh, according to uh, according to a lot of people, uh, uh, and including um, this fine doctor Kenneth Stoller, author of Incurable Me, which everybody ought to read. He says that the um, fibers he he uh, he devotes a little bit of ink there uh, uh, to four uh, gallons, and he says that the fibers are made of the patient's own uh, keratin and collagen. And I believe that he's got a remedy for it. There's somebody else on the line that, that, that mentioned uh, a remedy for, uh, his remedy for uh, uh, dealing with uh, more gallons. Go ahead. Monster, there you are. Oh, hi. How's it going, everybody? Wow, a lot of interesting topics here today. Uh, uh, I'd go backwards or forwards. Uh, if I doubt that lady was curious about Kathy um, O'Brien is still on the line, but a movie is called uh, A Most Dangerous Game, and yes, her boyfriend or husband, Mark Phillips, did just die recently. And uh, her movie, A Most Dangerous Game, <clears throat> will show her being examined by a gynecologist, which is pretty irrefutable proof that she didn't do what the, the gynecologist is saying they find. She couldn't have done that herself. And uh, so there's that movie. Um, Dr. Richard Souter, I wanted to mention, he knows a lot of stuff about uh, underground bases and um, <clears throat> also some of this. He has a, a take... It's his own take from his spiritual journeys, and it has to do with a force other than human having an effect on the human race that is machine-like, in his opinion, that is sort of, you know, like an alien, but not a biological-type alien, more like a or machine-type technological alien. Um, as far as UFOs go, I've always been interested in that, and it really, it, in my case in particular, it ties in extremely with my targeting, although I've been targeted 20 years, didn't know what it even was for about eight or nine, but it picked up about 2003 and four when I met this girlfriend who I think was a honeypot, but her and I in 2004 were standing out back of my yard. I live in Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania, <clears throat> and she looked up in the air. I saw this blue thing come out of the air, size of a tennis ball perfect sphere, not blurry or see-through or ghostly or looking, solid arc welding looking blue, well, whitish with a blue, white with a slight blue tinge light. And she's like, what the hell is that? And I was like, I'm trying to be cool, saying, oh, it's got to be, it's either a secret government technology or UFOs. And she's like, no, really, what the hell is that? And I said, secret government technology or UFOs. And then more of them started appearing out of nowhere. And these could not have been holograms because there are too many trees around. And we watched these things 10 minutes in peace. And there's a highway in that direction where we're looking. 
towards these things. And about six, seven of these appeared, reappeared, disappeared. They're floating, disappearing, reappearing. One parked itself 10 feet away from us, absolutely silent in the air. Something the size of a tennis ball, you're 10 feet away, you should be able to hear something, right? Nope. And um, 10 minutes into it, identical SUVs started swarming the country road out in front of my house. And, I mean, these are brand new, identical, shiny-looking SUVs. And this is like 3 in the morning, so I don't know if they're black. And that doesn't mean they're men in black, but it looked like a government op. You know, to me, I'm thinking maybe more likely secret government technology or military than real UFOs. However, these things did seem, we watched these for 45 minutes total, then the SUVs and the UFOs disappeared, or unacknowledged special access projects, or whatever they call them. But they seemed to have a consciousness, because we were sitting watching them, and they were trying, they were flying all around, disappearing and reappearing. And when they got behind us, I'd get really nervous and whip around. I didn't want to not be facing them because I didn't know what what they were, you know. And uh, they seemed to notice since that. So from that point on, once they sensed I was nervous about them getting behind us, they stopped trying to get behind us. And they did all their display in front of us. And the, uh, <laughs> the SUVs, were they could clearly see us seeing these objects whatever they are. And I don't know if some agency got radar hits off of something or if it was a, a, a test on us. If we were guinea pigs that night, me and his girlfriend, her tur- I think it was a honey trap. And uh, that's when the targeting really ramped up. 2004, <clears throat> another strange thing, <laughs> was hit by a car on purpose going 70 miles an hour. And the lawyer who helped me deal with it, I was his last law case before he went to work at the Pentagon. And he was explaining to me how the Pentagon looks inside and everything. No steps, cement ramps, and all this stuff. But, you know, whether those were UFOs, well, they were to me they were UFOs, whether they were unacknowledged special access projects or actual other life, I don't know. But they defied physics. Those things are out there. And that's, you know, that's what I wanted to say as far as I remember is... <laughs> what was being talked about here. Anybody still there? I'm still here. I'm listening. <laughs> there was a, I was trying to think of one. One other research topic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Howard Kautzbella. Huggy cleared. Yeah, she said that about the black goo and everything. Yeah, that was interesting. I know. I remember the Falkland Islands War. I thought it was just taking a little land, I thought it was us just taking a little land grab or England or something doing it. I didn't know until he said that it was about this black goo stuff. And uh, it's funny, there used to be this saying in the 80s about gray goo, self-replicating, that would just swarm the whole earth and eat up, eat up everything. And and uh, I, don't, I wonder if it's a cousin of the black goo. It was some kind of, it even made mainstream news, but it was lapped off as, you know, put in the National Enquirer and stuff. But uh, that's this is interesting. This I think Richard Souter covers it, but he doesn't use the term black goo. He talks about things that sound like it, though. Hey, Neil, was uh, the first, did you record the first, like, hour or so of your call or not? No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. It's so hectic. 
Yes. How do you get, re- I do have a question. How do you get recorded calls? You, saying you can listen later. Just go to the TalkShoe page and put in the call ID and it takes it to the archives. Okay. I've been hacked so bad that TalkShoe, it's like somebody doesn't want me on TalkShoe. I've been hacked mm-hmm. so bad that I can barely, I, I just downloaded a Tor browser and now I'm able to see the old format of the chat room, but when I type a, a chat, I can send it, but I can't see my own typing. But before mm-hmm. I downloaded Tor, I was I had to download TalkShoe Pro, and then I got this chat room where I couldn't even see the letters in people's comments, and they were in no particular order or anything. And I could write something, but I couldn't see if someone would answer me. And uh, so I can I have to use that form to hear the chat or the t- call without being on the phone. But now I'm on the phone, and I'm using the tour, and I'm able to see the way the chat used to look before I was hacked once again. My computer and phone have been hacked almost a dozen times put together. It cost me thousands of dollars at this point, lots of time, and it's crazy. I'm just I'm just some dude. You know, I'm, <laughs> I've never even had a real good a career. Uh, I've worked dead-end jobs and stuff, you know. And so... I don't know why, you know, it's not like I'm some whistleblower or something like that. I don't know why such extreme stuff, weird, and I mean, all perping is extreme, and it's it's awful, but, you know, just, they try to make it sneaky with a lot of people, so it's a slow kill, and they pull these little fast kill attempts here and there. My last one is I got poisoned by a taco that tasted like had Drano in it. Took one bite, made me sick for like a month. Because I, I swallowed it before I realized that wasn't the onions, you know. And <laughs> yeah, I had, I had that happen to me. I went to uh, take out Chinese food and uh, was eating it in the car, and uh, it tasted like um, like tea or something, you know, the Chinese tea. Sometimes they give you on the table in the in the pot. It's all watered uh-huh. down usually. And I was tasting that that tea taste, and all of a sudden I get to the middle of the container because I was starving, so I was eating really fast. And I see this this uh this paper towel and uh all, all like um all um um all soggy and inside the paper towel was like tea. And so it was clearly done intentionally. Uh, um, you know, someone knew someone in the kitchen there and uh, some person knew oh. someone in the kitchen. And so I brought it back inside and I said, Hey, you know, look I said, I'll get you another one. I said, No, I want my money back but before I before uh, she heard me, she was in the kitchen, came out with a new one, went in my car, didn't see that, that paper towel anymore, soggy, but I but it tasted the same. So I said, you know, I went back and I want my money back. Tasted the same. She gave me my money back. And and as far as that black goo goes, uh, I had that drop on my car not too long ago. I, I just dropped from the sky from somewhere. It was nighttime. And it dropped on both sides of my car, um, both both the passenger door and the um, and the driver's uh, door. And I said, "Oh, this is what I had heard about." It. And I said, "This is black goo." And so I put um, plastic, you know, I put disposable gloves on, and I I, I took the, something and I wiped it off. I threw it out. It was really weird. I mean, just. All of a sudden, yeah. you know, I didn't see it happen. I went around to the other side of the car, and when I came back, it was there. It happened right as I was standing in there. 
yeah. the poisoning was really unexpected with me. I mean, I've been at this place, local convenience store, a billion times, and this yeah. litter, I can't. I've never eaten Drano or uh, Comet or Counter Cleaner on purpose. But if you could mm-hmm. imagine the taste of that, imagine the taste of a chemical like that yeah. in a taco. Yeah. And I saved yeah. the taco to try to find out if I could take it to a lab to get it chemically analyzed because it was That's one smart. one person yeah. one person ma- making it. She could have just denied it. And yeah. but I was so sick. I was so sick for so long. I couldn't even drive, you know, and stuff. And uh, <clears throat> it reminded me. There's another good resource who was targeted herself. She doesn't use the terminology we do, but her name is Catherine Austin Fitz, and she's uh-huh. a. She, genius with finance that she was in the government in high uh, position in the cabinet as a, like a and she just knows finances but they targeted her because she tried to help the public by exposing corruption with the HUD and um, they they tried to kill her and run her off the road a billion times she's a race car driver so that didn't work she said they poisoned, tried to poison her three or four times but she talks about our the technology we deal with she calls it entrainment technology Mm-hmm. And apparently in um, the kind of highfalutin circle she travels in, they use it and in meetings, for instance, or uh, auditoriums, for instance, they have it behind the walls or in the ceilings that are broadcasting frequencies at the crowd to make the brainwaves more or di- less disagreeable or agreeable so some politician could be up there spouting complete unagreeable gibberish that no one would like, but these entrainment technologists are blasting, making the braves align to what they what he said, and think, oh, that's great what he's saying, and clapping and agreeing with it, even though if they were not being hit with the wavelengths, they would be like, wait a minute, that, I don't agree with that at all, you know? <laughs> she, she said it caught her once. She says she found herself turning to the person next to her and saying, isn't he great? And then by the time she turned her head back forward, she's like, wait a minute. No, that's not, he's not great. What I, why did I just say that, you know? And so she's a good resource to listen to also. She gives, I'm, I guess you say, I listen a lot. I'm a researcher too. I'm familiar with her. She gives excellent information on the market, uh, what's going on economically. And she has a website too. And she's Solari really good. Report. The Solari yeah. Report. She's yeah, really good. If you listen to her latest, she's changed her tune a bit. She's a little. She used to calm me down somewhat because, as far as our country's economic, as far as a new recession or depression and all that, she used to say we're on the slow burn model, not the big mm-hmm. crash model. Meaning, yeah, our country's mm-hmm. being destroyed financially, but it's. Don't be mm-hmm. done slowly. It's we're not going to have a big crash. Don't expect one very soon. But now she changed her tune a little bit. She's talking about this pump and dump. She calls it. And so, yeah. In the, in the next, oh, uh, she's. Uh, it's worth listening to her latest thing. I don't want it. No, no, no. God, no one wants. I hope, I hope not. Yeah, because they, who knows how far they'll go with it this time. And. Yeah, I just go to YouTube and I look up her name and then I I click last month. I try to keep up with her and never forget to look at her occasionally because mm-hmm. now that now that she's changed her tune, I'm kind of I'm leery. I'm wondering what I, what should we do about this here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. She's very insightful. I didn't know she was targeted though. I, I've heard her. Yeah, um, she says she no longer about is. the last year. 
Yeah. She was targeted so bad. She, it was. It took her eight years of this. She doesn't use the word targeting really. She called mm-hmm. it. Uh, well, anyway, it cost her six million dollars and took her about eight years of you know being targeted basically to get out from under the targeting. Because she invented a program that would show the average person, they could put it in their computer, show them where the money was being looted from in their their town or area or city and being looted from and diverted to secret projects, whether it be, you know, like military or space or targeting us or, you know, it's uh, they have uh, laundering. Like for, there's fake restaurants. People wonder in some towns why... There's a restaurant across the street from another one that never gets any business, but they're able to stay open for for years. They're just o- always open, but no one eats there. And then these other one, the one other one across the business gets a lot of business, but they go under, you know. And it's probably because that's a a front company to launder money. She does a lot of driving, and she sees it, it has a lot of insights besides just financials. She's very interesting and tells her person. Hey Neil, I love your song, by the way, Neil. If you're still there, the <coughs> the lyrics were really, really good. What's that? Your song, Neil. Um, the one you have on YouTube. Your song you made. It was really. I th- thought the lyrics were really good. Yeah, those words just came to me so fast. It was. It was stunning. I think it was just a a big pile up of inspiration from so many hours on on calls and it just had to come out cuz I, I after i wrote it it was i was recording it after a day and a half it just came together so fast and it was actually more verses but it was too long so i it's great to hear cuz music you know how music resonates with people sometimes where information or reading or written material would not but they'll listen to a song instead and it's it talks about how the song in the lyrics talks about what I've been seeing more and more is people that don't either deny and I think half the deniers are liars and complicit in it but people who just don't understand targeting or won't put it in pay attention or put an ear to it or believe it or whatever but I see people get mind controlled that don't consider themselves targeted individuals I swear I see them just taken over and yeah me too. It, it's it, it you can see it and you can't say anything about it though because you sound nuts but it it's oh people's turn on me for no reason you know that I've known for years and been nothing I've never wronged or anything and you know you and I don't know whether they're being instructed by somebody, they're given a lie, but I think some of it's tech just beamed right through the air. Bad ideas about me in their head or whatever they want to be beamed in their head. I get dream manipulation and stuff where I, my dreams, some of them are like, that's fake. That's not my dream. That's not a dream. That's yeah. fake. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> then I get, yeah. then I get directed conversation perping about the fake dreams out in public. It's crazy. It, you know, <laughs> And it's, there, and it's such a trigger response, uh, the the whole thing of somebody saying conspiracy theory and writing it off rather than doing any research, which was <laughs> also a motive to do that song because I, I would just tell people, if you're a T.I., play this for friends and family and tell them the writer said nobody would ever write a song like this if it wasn't true. 
Yeah, and that conspiracy theory thing. Wow, that CIA, they really thought of a simple thing that really worked. That still works to this day. That was launched in 67, 1967, the term conspiracy theory in Project Mockingbird or Operation Mockingbird. They sent a press release to all the major news companies like mainstream news. It said in almost exact words, "Start use, you anchor people, start using the term conspiracy theory in the per- derogative, pejorative, and negative sense. And it was basically to cover up Kennedy. It was mm-hmm. the point, any, pointing anything but Oswald in the corner window. If you, t- if you entertained anything but Oswald in the corner window, you were supposed to use this conspiracist label. And it still holds up. People are like conspiracy theorists. But when you think about my mother and father conspired to conceive me without my knowledge. It's like, <laughs> it's like two people. Two people is a conspiracy doing something unbeknownst to a third party, which happens all the time. It shouldn't be so hard to believe. Two or more people, you know, against one person without their knowledge, or two, one, or, you know, some other. It's, I don't know how that worked. Wow, we really have been dumbed down as a nation, or brainwashed, and uh, they were being controlled too, you know, not just the TIs. But they used the conspiracy theory for JFK, but people still didn't believe that Oswald was the shooter. That's that's the humor in it. And when they finally came out with the information, it was amazing from the grassroots. People just didn't believe it. You know, it, it just it just didn't fit. Same thing as with nine eleven. No one they keep doing more and more research. People just didn't believe it. Plus. Eyewitnesses gave different accounts, and they were talking about how the towers fell. It's um, it's just more to it. It that their story was too pat. It just didn't work. Oh, yeah. and so being labeled conspiracy, a lot of people like me just didn't say anything because my thing is eventually the truth is going to come out. You know, and people are still researching about nine eleven, especially I think since Dr. Judy Wood has the truth on that. She mm-hmm. gets. If you've ever heard of Dr. Judy Wood, I've heard of her. Yes, she mm-hmm. has. Yeah, she has a book and website by the same name called "Where Did the Towers Go?" And she's a yeah. structural engineer and a material scientist. Mm-hmm. And she has videos and photos, hundreds of them. And she makes, I mean, it, seven all but seven percent of solid chunks of stuff left on the ground on the twin towers blew away in the wind, like micro particulates. All of it blew in the wind, except for 7% or so of solid chunks of stuff on the ground. And then there's a whole city street, four blocks of cars that are look like they're burnt, but they're not burnt from mm-hmm. heat. They're, they're, and then, <laughs> then there's that guy's passport laying there real nice and tidy at the foot of where the building used to be. Like, what do you do? Chuck it out the window with a plane right before he hit the building with a plane? You know, mm-hmm. and there's, there's cardboard that used to be next to steel and concrete that's fine there's papers that are unburned from filing cabinets that are gone and everything (laughs) there was a man hanging out the window of the hole in the building he was hanging out the window like 50 stories high with one arm taking his pants off with the other arm and and people are like well why would he be doing that i was like well Look at the, he is doing it first of all. Why do you, why is my opinion he's doing it? I think that the directed energy, that might have been a Tesla death ray type thing from a satellite high above. I think it has different effects on different materials and maybe his thin white dress shirt didn't hurt as much as, and maybe the sprinklers went off wet 
wet his clothes and maybe his thicker material pants wet with sprinkler water. Maybe they were burning his legs to the point where he could not resist taking his pants off, even though he was... There's, there's, there's so many. That whole day, all three sites on 9-11, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, the Pentagon, 9-11, all full. Mainstream media is... Their official story is laughable by now. And I think half Americans realize that by now, at least half or more, more than half. A lot of people won't say so in public, though. That that was it. That was like the the Kennedy assassination, though. That one and the 9/11. They were two big, big ones that started like a new, like a new rollout of a certain mm-hmm. couple, few more degrees of extra stuff. They were like the starting point of it, and it's like, who man. Wonder what we're what this next next big event is. I hope we can win before they roll out that one, and maybe it's the five G. I don't know. Yes, because that's true. Nine eleven. Until that point, um, another TI by the name of Patrick sent me an article written by the ACLU about how the targeted individual, how the terrorist was has increased to two hundred thousand. 278,000 people when before 9-11 was 2,000 something. It was mostly gangs. And it was real real terrorists before 9-11. Yeah, the gangs and, you know, violent gangs and terrorists. Now they're people who, for whatever reason, they have a long list. If you think, basically, if you present suspicious behavior, you can be on that list. They got the no-fly list. It's endless. It's on the ACLU and their document how it has increased to 278,000 people since 9-11. You can be put, you can Google uh, uh, list of reasons, dumb list of stupid reasons that they will put you on a terrorist watch list or a watch list. And it's stuff like buying flashlights or talking about the Constitution of the United States in the United mm-hmm. States or buying a Bible or, you know, there's stuff like that. They'll use, <laughs> and it's just to make money because the more – it's like the, the, the agencies above the, them that fund them, if they take people off the list, they get less funding because that's, oh, less terrorists. So you don't need as much funding now. So they just have incentive to put more and more and more people on watch list so they can get more and more and more funding every year. That's a huge problem. Yeah, there's a money-making industry within itself. It is, and they have, and doesn't seem that they're that good at catching the terrorists before the fact. So that it is interesting. And I don't think they I want wonder, to catch them either. I think no. they create the terrorists. I think a lot of these things are created. People say that there's good evidence that ISIS is not what they say it is. That it's. <laughs> I mean, yeah, false flags. There's, there's a, a Time and Life magazine or a Newsweek article from the 19, early 90s, where a FBI agent admits that the first Weight Trade Center bombing, bombing in the basement, mm-hmm. it was admitted that it was in a major mainstream magazine like Newsweek, that the FBI was in on planting the bomb in there. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's societal control. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's how they uh, scare the what's it called uh, 
problem reaction solution. There's a guy named Ole Damagard who deconstructs false flags, and he studies there's the divide and conquer strategy is a great way to control society, and we all see how easy that is. But there's the problem reaction solution where the powers that be create the problem and and tell you, and use their media to tell us public, oh that was a terrorist attack, and that we should be afraid, so afraid that we we should be willing to give up more of our rights to the government so they can protect us better. But they're they're we're giving our rights away to the people who did it to us in the first place. You know, and oh, we were just being I, lied to by the media. <laughs> I agree with you totally. That was <clears throat> Trump's statement the other day with the terrorist attack in New York that we need more surveillance. That we need no we don't. No, no, we need to redirect the money they're spending on the TIs and actually direct it toward the so-called terrorists and decrease that terrorist list and the people on there because the ridiculous to re-examine it and narrow it down and they can do better. You know, they can do better surveillance. They can do better finding the terrorists because they keep, all these people keep popping up that they didn't know anything about. And it's just amazing. All this money is being spent, but yet things are still happening. Yeah, Man, it's you, would, you would like to know this fact. You'd probably find this interesting. You probably remember before 9-11 happened, there was no such thing as the DHS, the Department of Homeland Security. Sure wasn't. Okay, do you know who the couple people they hired to be the architects and the designers of the DHS when it was brand new to you know, kind of construct it, how it would run and so forth. They hired mm-hmm. former for, head former head of East German Stasi, Marcus Wolf, and a former KGB head, Yuri Brnezmanov, or something like that. America hired a former East German Stasi and a former KGB to design the Department of Homeland Security. No wonder we have problems. That's researchable. That's, that's a fact. That's, yeah. They're they're involved with the fusion centers pretty bad. They're they I mean they're one of the big ones I think with the fusion centers and InfraGuard things like that. I think they're high up there. Well, all those agencies like the well then the technology has to do I guess with the DoD and the DARPA I guess even is in on it. Mm-hmm. DARPA shows off DARPA shows off their toys on military channel TV, and it's all the stuff that. They want us people to know about, which is really scary. But they they don't show the stuff that you know that we know about that's being used on us. Well, we're there. lab rats. I mean, I, I looked at Wormwood, and I realized watching it that this is nothing new. Of course, I knew it to see it on paper, but to see it laid out, rolled out before you on TV in a concise manner, consecutively, you realize we're still lab rats. And they're using yeah. this weaponized. They weaponize our police departments. They increase the terrorist list. They got TIs. And like the lady was saying, not everybody is in on it, but they give you the appearance, the way they set things up that you think everyone is. But not the majority of police are not in on it. But they right. do have their moles in the department, and they have that thing called the corrupt file where they put in false information about you, even though they know it's corrupted. And that's where the law enforcement has to stand up because that stuff is illegal. But most of them are afraid to stand up because it could cause problems for them. Yeah, they're afraid. They call it the blue line. You know, Mm -hmm. 
And that always baffled me because I'd, I'd, I'd be saying to myself, well, if I was a cop, if I was a police officer, I don't want dirty cops to be to look make me look bad. You know what I mean? You'd figure like you'd, you'd get rid of the dirty cops. Even if you're a cop, you don't stick up for them. Okay, this guy's shot some unarmed guy for no good reason. You don't acquit him and hold him to account. Don't let him be associated with the good ones. I mean, it may, it makes pe- other people who just you know it makes people dislike the police who might not dislike the police if they could realize the difference between the good ones and the bad ones. But when they stick up, the police stick up for the the worst of themselves. It it makes it look like they're on board with everything they do, you know, to some people, you know what I mean? And that oh yeah, it. oh yeah, I agree with you because in New Mexico they had it on tape and was on, the man was begging for his life, and the guy I shot saw him. That. Shot yeah, him. that was awful. It, 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 it was off. He had a pellet gun. He begged for his life. He did everything he told him to do, and he still shot him. And there were several officers there. There was no threat whatsoever. And he got off. They did fire him, but that is not enough. They took that man's life, and he had a wife and a, and a child. And it's just yeah, I saw that's one where he let they let his girlfriend crawl over past to them before they did that to her boyfriend. Yeah. And there's been about a dozen of these things in the past few years too. Some guy in a car with his girlfriend. She in you know like oh, there's oh man, and uh, it, it's it's yeah that bad. was in Minnesota yeah she. I, I don't get it, you know. That was Philando Castile or Philando Castile or something. I think. Philando Castile, and there was another, that was in Minnesota. It was two shootings where one woman got shot. She had called the police, and the police came, and it was unclear what happened. And then the police shot her, and she had called about burglary. It's it's getting crazy. But as well, guys, think- we we realize that the danger that, and it's great that that one lady had the good experience with, with police, that we understand that you really have to be careful calling police. We understand the danger that's involved. Um, oh, yeah. You can, I'm, you become I'm, I'm, a afraid. I'm afraid in general. I don't mind admitting it. It's a shame in my own country that they're supposed to serve and protect. But And, you know, I'm, not, I'm a white guy, but I'm, I'm afraid being a T.I. I mean, this is COINTEL 2.0. So, yeah. you know, who's going to tell Pro? Yeah, color has nothing to do with it now. I'm African. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah, Because yeah. the guy shot in New Mexico who begged for his life was white. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. That's why I nothing. say they called COINTEL yeah. 2.0, and the original COINTEL Pro under Jagger Hoover targeted pretty mm-hmm. much blacks and hippies. But now, yeah. two pro, now it's everybody or anyone, yeah. you know, it could be anybody. Yeah, the that's true. Is, some with the police. Uh, I heard that some of the police in America are trained by the Israeli Mossad, which is they're like an CIA in Israel, and mm-hmm. you know how how violent it is with the Palestinians over there, and then you know <laughs> people say the word anti-Semitic, but Palestinians are Semitic people, you know. So if Israel's killing Palestinians, then the Israelis are being anti-Semitic, you know. But Mossad is like a, they're like a. a Tactical uh, Delta Force agency. They they're mil- like militarized in a war zone, and they're they're giving cops the hair trigger. They're teaching them tactics like they use over there, over on the city streets and country, Hello? suburban streets over here. Excuse me, I just want to know if I'm 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 unmuted. 
I hear you. Can you hear me? You can hear me? I'm going to stop yeah. talking, because we can talk no, forever. No, no, keep talking, dear. Keep yeah. talking. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, no, I'm enjoying can, it. I'm enjoying uh, We can talk I just wanted to know if I, was, if I can be heard. That's all. Okay. Yes, oh, ma'am. Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm enjoying this. And I find it fascinating that you would bring up the subject about Mossad, because one of the uh, ex-Mossad agents was one of the ones did the targeting on Rose McGowan, um, the one of the ladies, actresses targeted. Thank goodness. God bless Harry Weinstein for being such an asshole. Excuse my French. Because now America is aware this man spent $600,000 targeting that, that young lady. And um, the Mossad, ex-Mossad agent went to a house posing as a feminist, and they got information on it, but they actually got the billing. 600000 to another additional 100000 But they got her face, and they found out that she was involved in some other activities in New York. It's in Variety also. I'm going to have to go back and read the whole article. But it shows the relationship, how these ex-intelligent officers, and be they American or whatever, you know, the contractors, they're making a fortune off of this whole TI thing. They're cleaning up, you know, and they don't care, you know, who they who, – who they ruin? They dismantle. They are trained at dismantling people's lives. Yeah. Does anyone know that 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 went to the Supreme Court? There was a case. There was a police officer, well, policeman, who, who uh, he was in America, out west somewhere. He moved to a new town and he wanted to be a policeman in the new town because it would be close to where he lived. And he applied, and they wouldn't let him be one because he scored too high on an IQ test. So he sued, took it to the Supreme Court, and lost. The Supreme Court held up that if you, you score too high on an IQ test, you can't be a police officer because they think you'll overthink a situation and won't react fast enough or won't won't shoot first, ask questions later. And it's like, what? I, would, I don't want dumber people. I want smarter people making better decisions dealing with me if they have to, if they have the ability to use force legally on me. I don't want them to be intelligent. I don't want them to be dumb. <laughs> it doesn't mean they're dumb, but it's they have a cutoff line, and it's held up by the Supreme Court. Um, our Supreme Courts are not what we think they are either. I mean, we're, we've pretty much been sold out. Uh, you know, and it's sadly all, you know, greed uh, but I was going to just tell you guys, if you get the Washington Post, they do have an article in there. It's extensive about those behind the covert actions, black budget, uh, surveillance, counterintelligence. Uh, and, um, that's, that's what I, it's, it's, don't you see it yellow? Yeah. That's what's come out of those. Uh, oh, I'm, I thought somebody was talking. I'm sorry. Somebody's um, done, not muted. I think somebody's. Oh. It, it starts uh, in big letters. You'll see $52.6 billion. Now, this is what they're reporting, okay? And and it's called the black budget. Um, yeah. It, 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 I would advise everybody, if you can, if you're interested to go look at this. Uh, it's uh, funding the intelligence programs, the CIA, the NSA, the National Reconnaissance Office, and the geospatial intelligence program. And they name, I mean, this is very extensive. It names off, you know, how many billions they all get. And covert, it shows the covert. Uh, and you can click on and run searches on that. 
And um, mm-hmm. in all, in all, it, it appears it's pretty obvious, you know, that they created the internet originally to. And there's a word. There's a term called find them and fry them. And I <laughs> found that um, that was actually a 9/11 truth or find them and fry them. And it was in place in the Baltimore City, Maryland procurement office before 9/11. So they were wow. set up, and I know that Dutch Ruppenheimer was behind that, and he was a Baltimore County representative, and I, and, but he was also bought and paid for it too. You know, he was a sellout, and people really liked him in that community, but he was a big sellout, and I know that personally. <clears throat> he had a little bit, he had a lot to do with my targeting. DARPA essentially invented the internet, and, and they didn't look ahead they didn't i don't think they like it now a lot of you know it was called iarpanet originally and now it's now that everyone can use it to find out too much stuff that the mainstream doesn't want known other people want to shut it down now i don't know that's if it's be made, everything everything's hooked up to it yeah that's how can they run the society that's what the net neutrality vote was about with the fcc and they voted three to two to uh, stop net neutrality because then they can censor the internet. And that, yeah. that's the big thing. Yeah, it, it, that just happened this past week. And now, and that's what someone's asking, Neil, have you seen? And the first thing jumped in my mind was Talk to uh, and uh, the programs that they have because now there is no longer net, net neutral. That basically right. the big I, IPAs are going to be controlling everything Google and Facebook. You know, they're going to. You know, so what's going, what kind of censorship are we going to have to deal with? Both um, of which I avoided. I've and never belonged connected. to Facebook. I've yeah. never belonged to Facebook. I've always do. avoided Google. Mm-hmm. So on that subject, if I could interject, I believe that I heard on, you know, my where I get uh, my my information, Pacifica uh, Flashpoint was Dennis I believe, or, or Amy Goodman, uh, Democracy Now, I believe that I heard that uh, that uh, that the uh, FCC is being sued over that. Uh, yes, yes, they're starting to sue. Yeah. By the way, mm-hmm. if I could, while I'm here, uh, here, here, I think you might get a kick out of this uh, on the subject of that. God bless that asshole Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Uh, it <laughs> turns out that, uh, I, I read uh, that there's a new oversight uh, committee uh, for. Uh, 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 you know, women uh, actress, actors and, and, and workers in Hollywood and, and guess who's chairing it? Anita Hill. Remember Anita Hill? Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember Anita Hill. Yes, yes. I mean, yes. is that uh, not precious? Yes. That, that, oh, and uh, you got to remove Thomas uh, uh, Clara uh-huh. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, that, I remember Anita the- Hill. Was that the one they caught Clarence Thomas? Something he was the he became somebody got caught smoking crack in a hotel because the window was being fired. No, that was the mayor. That was the mayor oh. of Washington D.C. He was smoking crack. He was, okay. You know, okay, but no, he Clarence Thomas that he was a justice. Okay, he's the Supreme Court justice that never right. yeah. Neither Hill charged and doing his hearing, she came forth and said that he sexually harassed her. And okay. it was a big thing. 
It was. I remember that. And Whenever they show the Supreme Court on TV, I'm like, that guy never says anything. Clarence Thomas, I've never heard. Yes. I've never seen him move his lips or anything. He's written some of their answers. He's very conservative. He's written some of their answers. Uh, he still got on the court because he gave, he gave he came in and gave a performance, and um, it said it was a high tech lynching. But um, I don't think she lied. You know, there was the, the, the community was torn between each, and um, so why would she come out like that? But that that's that that that's over and done with. But I'm glad they put her on top because she is a very bright woman. She's a professor of law. And not been listened to. They need to have mm-hmm. their day, you know, and if things go right, they will. You know, if there's momentum to this uh, revolution, mm-hmm. gender revolution, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hopefully that will be a, um, a thing of. Pre- you know, uh, constructive change. You know, uh, try and take the toys away from the boys and, and, and put the girls in charge. Yeah, but one thing about it, she can take the pressure because she huh? did not back down and need a heel yeah, during that Clarence Thomas hearing. And I mean, every they were on her. And it was, it she was pressured to withdraw her statement and then they became upset. The Democrats became upset. It was Biden at that time came upset. They was trying to talk to her and she wouldn't take her statement back and she stood she stood up for herself. So this lady won't crack. She won't you know, they won't be able to um pressure her. And 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 that's good. That's why they they, they I I'm glad they put somebody yeah. in there that can't be pressured. I read I read in the paper that Biden said that he owed her an apology. Yes he does. He does. Because what well, happened to him that's the Supreme Court hearing and he did you know he apologized to it because it, it was something well a lot of people i bet a lot of these politicos in capitol hill they know who does what and they're just covering it up for each other Catherine austin fitz mm-hmm. calls it control files mm-hmm. where you know they have real serious improprieties people backgrounds and it's like the worst people make it to the highest positions of power because they're the most blackmailable because they're on like the Trump. They're, <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. As far as we know, we don't know, but it possibly because it's like um, the power, the ultimate powers that be, the, the deep state or the shadow government. They'll say, okay, they'll uh, the overt politicians we see on TV. It's like they have these skeletons in their closet that we don't know about because that's how they're controlled. They, they can. They'll go as they'll be. As far as it will go, as far as they'll drug a person, an adult politician, and drug a child, strip their clothes off, put them together, take pictures and film of it, and then they wake up and the clothes are back on. They don't know what happened, and then then the deep state says, "Hey, hell with what the public wants. Do what we want, or else we're going to show this on the news." You know, <laughs> and it's them. You know, it's some. It looks. It might not even be real. It might have been set up, but. No, no, no one's gonna, you know, no one's gonna be like, okay, I don't, I don't believe you. You're just bluffing. They just fold and do what they're they're told because they either really did some stuff, rape or pedophilia or whatever, or it was made to look like they did, or or murder. You know, you know, there's 
And those people make it to the top because they have that stuff on them. It's called control files, according to Catherine Austin Fitz. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing about this this harassment is bringing out, they just kicked out this federal judge, Judge Kowalski, uh, because he was known to harass women. It was a well-kept secret. And more and more information is coming out by different politicians. Roy Moore, Roy did not get in because that information came out and people really rallied behind Doug Jones. And he he did not get in because if he had got in, yes, he would be blackmailable, you know, Uh, uh, with all that information. He had had like Klan affiliations, didn't he, Roy Moore? Yeah, he had everything. He was, (laughs) but he had been a politician. They had knocked him off the Alabama uh, Supreme Court twice. Oh, Alabama. From that, That's, he's from Alabama. Alabama Supreme Court. He was removed twice. And well, he yeah, so I'm, to... glad, I'm glad they got they got somebody else in there, a Democrat in this case. I mean, for for God's sakes, our, our, our Attorney General of the United States, Jeff Sessions, I think used to be in the Ku Klux Klan. Yes, and then he more, did. Rec- more recently, yeah. he said he said he made a public statement in the last few years. That said, I didn't think the leader of the Klan was such a bad guy until I heard that he smoked pot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm like, uh, okay. you're the head of the yeah. Department of Justice, dude. You're our Attorney General. And yeah. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Yeah. I, his 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 logic is not that good. You know, discussion uh, uh, leaves a lot to be desired. His he um, when he was attorney when he was a fed, uh, federal attorney. Uh, what they call them, federal, um, I'm trying to think of the term, uh, the uh, U.S. attorney, the things that he did um, down and um, he was in Alabama. Yeah. The things that he did when uh, he did a lot of negative things um, towards civil rights. And <clears throat> Sessions is known. It says a lot uh, about Trump that he appointed these people. Or that these that people. guy, for instance. Yeah, yeah. But not only I mean, that. He had contacts with the Russians, but he just can't remember what they talked about. But, you know, it's it, it's just a lot going on. But I want to talk about the T. I'm going to get off because some TIs are waiting to talk about things going on with them. And, you know, these are things, these are political things. And ultimately, yeah, they do affect us. But some people are being traumatized. They're suffering right now. They're going to, you know. Um, get on tangents. Sorry, I'm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm I can get on tangent. Me too. I, I, you know, I, I, I can go on a tangent. Uh, but let me back off and let the other TIs come forth. Neil, cue up it, some somebody else here. Yeah. yeah. I'm anyway. me. This is Vanetta. You can mute me. I want to hear some of the other folks and some things and how they doing tonight out there. Um, how things going because it's just a week from Christmas, and I know they're going to try to make our life a living hell. Oh, they are. So, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah, you know, so they're going to make our life a living hell. And just um, to remember, because those holidays are really all about the miracle of love and how love ruled out. So um, this is a time to be happy. And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's about love. It, it is about love. And when you think about um, uh, Christmas and you think about Hanukkah and and what's behind those two holidays, um, it's about love. Um, it's about uh, faith. So it, 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 yeah. it's, 
Yeah. Is yeah. it's a good time of year where you see people kind of reach out to people that are in need mm-hmm. and do something nice for them, you know? Yeah. But in the meantime, the government is making uh, so many people in need by stealing their taxes and, 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 and putting it into uh, weaponry. Mm-hmm. I think it's a time time to take back our power well, and to be happy and joyful and in, enjoy your families. Yeah, much right. And uh, I, I want an Uzi for Christmas, Mommy. Oh, well, everybody else, uh, uh, little Joey's got one. Why can't I have one? You know, you know. <laughs> Good answer. There's a, a rifle, a rifle range trainer guy that got shot in the head and died because he was letting a little child shoot a machine gun that was a tiny little girl that didn't have the oh, physical. Geez. And be because they have America's gun crazy out west. They have like these shooting. What amusement parks where the families take their kids and pay admission and go in there and they can shoot all kinds of machine guns and everything and there's talk about let's have everyone have a gun in schools everyone have a gun in the mall everyone have a oh, gun yeah. in, in the family know, grade. you know all that it's fighting fire with fire and it just doesn't yeah, work yeah. and that's why I picked up my guitar I got 50 songs and I'm working my butt off and as much time as I can spare to to get the other 43 or so recorded because mm-hmm. I, I ain't picking up the sword in this life. Somebody <laughs> told me once, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. I was like, don't bring a gun to a directed energy fight. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's That's it. It I mean, how do you think they got 150,000 Iraqi troops to put their weapons on the ground and surrender in the Gulf <clears throat> War in 1991? Oh, if it yeah. wasn't for giant arms dealers... I think they could fry every member of ISIS's brains and leave them flopping in the desert like fish within one hour. Yeah. But then there would be no They're need for planes. Money. Yeah, yeah. To, it, it wouldn't need to be a build missiles or planes or missiles or tanks or guns because it'd all be done with electronic beams. So then Raytheon or whoever, Bechtel and uh, Northrop Grumman and Lockheed, they wouldn't make any money. They have, they have to keep building crap, blowing it up, yeah, along with people, right. building more crap, blowing it up, along with more people, building more crap. You know? <laughs> that's Kenny true. he goes over to, to you know get the contract through Halliburton to rebuild everything. Our tax money mm-hmm. went to blow up, so we got double mm-hmm. charged. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I mean, when, when does uh, instant karma start coming around? Mm-hmm. Big enough. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of truth coming out and a lot of people being exposed, which is uh, putting more pressure down on, on censoring the Internet with this neutrality mm-hmm. thing they're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I'm yeah. trying to figure out how to reconfigure my settings. I, and I'm coming up for a surgery here. I don't have time to do this. I'm like, oh, I, I'm afraid by the time I get out of surgery... I'm not going to be able to find anything interesting on the internet. I'll just find a bunch of Kim Kardashian and <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Pathetic. I know that you know this is the most frustrating thing to watch the human race being duped and turned against itself, and and not having any real strategy to to change it. I mean, if you can only get the percentage that would listen. To know, you know, it's it's like I did a newsletter about 
the logging industry and the PG&E power company spraying herbicides in rural areas where we all lived and people getting sick. And I, I challenged PG&E and said, you're, you're spraying 2,4-D, which is 50% of Agent Orange. And so I did an eight-page newsletter. It ended up going all over the world. But then I had to sit and ask myself, you know, what have I got here for solutions? And this is something mm-hmm. to consider in the calls is to guide it around what do we have for solutions. I mean, even if it's just to cope to get through another day, if somebody gets mm-hmm. an inspiration or some empowering information or even just the reminder, which I can use too, that, you know, love is the only answer. And, you know, not fighting fire with fire because it just makes more fire, but not being willing to sit in a state of complacency and, you know, wait for Jesus to come back and make it all better. Neil, you've mentioned many things. You you have mentioned in time and time again uh, uh, one of which is uh, kind of obvious to some people and and, uh, easier well, anyway, you know the thing about not supporting the the technology that's killing us. Don't yeah. buy into uh, the 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 cell phones and the, all the wireless devices. Demand that the very name of your your uh, organization, uh, Citizens Against, uh, what is it? Harmful technology. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Well, you know, cell phones and all this wireless stuff is harmful, uninsurable. Uh, the, the the companies, Verizon, AT&T, everybody, they all, uh, uh, all in their disclosure statements that are required by the Securities and Exchange Commission, their annual fiscal report, they all uh, uh, report, uh, they all acknowledge that they are subject to massive financial uh, loss if, if the public ever gets around, people ever get around to, uh, uh, due to personal injury, lawsuits, uh, class action lawsuits, and, and government investigations. This That's why Lloyds of London refused to underwrite it recently. Exactly. Fairly recently, yeah. Well, anyway, that'd be a big step in the right direction if people would stop supporting this harmful, uh, uh, lethal technology and uh, demand.